When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Don't make me say I told you so, so. Who the Super Bowl winning quarterback was, Chris Weber. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Don't make me say I told you so. Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I just want to say. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Former South Carolina men's basketball coach, Frank Martin. Coming up. Michigan head coach, Juwan Howard. Plus, from Fox's Welcome to Flag. Actor Sean William Scott. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Oh boy, do we have a full hour number three for you. Uh, Coach Jawan Howard is stepping off of the practice uh, court in San Antonio with uh, the Michigan Wolverines getting ready to take on Villanova in the Sweet 16. He is scheduled to call us. At any moment, Sean William Scott, the actor, is in studio to have a fun conversation with us. Can't wait. He always does when he's here. He's back here on the program. His new show, Welcome to Flatch, on uh, on Fox. We will talk about that. And uh, Ian Rappaport said he will call in after uh, Sean William Scott to explain to us what the, or I guess the, the tweet of the day <laughs> yeah, from the, uh, the hell going on. Stefan Diggs is uh, the hell going on. Right? <laughs> The hell going on? It's just so true. A lot of times people go, that's the tweet of the day or the week. No, this is the tweet of the day for sure, period. Tweet of the NFL offseason. The hell going on? Tweet of the last two weeks. Pretty much summarizes everything. We were talking before, Rich, about like what kicked it off. It was Brady said he was coming back on a Sunday, right? And then the next day, Calvin Ridley got suspended. Then the next day, was Rogers, Rogers, Rogers. And then like an hour later, Russell Wilson Russell got Wilson, traded. Yes. Yeah. And it's been an avalanche. And then the since. new league year hit. Right. Right. Avalanche right. since. It's been a, it's been off the hook. It's been kind of crazy. And then Devontae Adams came out of nowhere. Then we thought we were going to wait the weekend for Deshaun, and then that happened on a Friday. Yeah. So here, here's just again my uh, my two cents on everything for for our uh, our third hour audience. Um, stunning the Tyree kill. Want it out? I mean, that you're you're basically saying I I don't want to play with Mahomes anymore is essentially what you're saying. Uh, money is apparently the factor. Um, that uh, and again, this will all come out. Uh, he wanted to go to Miami. It appears the Jets and the Dolphins were were uh, last in to try and acquire him. Uh, the Jets did not offer a first round selection. I mean, would you trade a 
the fourth overall or the tenth overall pick for 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 Tyreek Hill? I mean, no, thank you. I mean, the first round pick that the Dolphins coughed up was 29th overall. So that's practically a second round pick. It just comes with the fifth year of contractual control you have with your draft choice. And so uh, I'm not broken up that the Jets didn't get him. I don't think they're ready for him yet, to be honest with you. I don't think that you, you know, that Zach Wilson, if Zach Wilson looked like Justin Herbert in year one, I'd be like, go get him. He didn't. He didn't. The, the, the kid barely looks like he's old enough to drive, and you're going to go, you know, get him a $30 million a year wide receiver who's going to be like, I want the football. Now, he can demand it, and he'll get it because he's so damn wide open all the time. You know? So, uh, I, I, but the, the Chiefs aren't better for it, and we'll see. You know, Tyreek Hill is richer for it. We will see if he will. I'll put it this. I'll put it to you this way. Um, even though the Chiefs aren't better for it, who do you think is going to appear in an AFC championship game next? The Dolphins or the Chiefs? Oh, I like that question. I'll take the Chiefs. I think I would still bet the Chiefs, yeah. Because the Dolphins are a work in progress and the Chiefs are fully baked with one of their best slices of cake gone. But they're still not... You know, even though they're not as good offensively, and they were already struggling on offense in a way that we really hadn't seen, right? Rich, remember the defense so, finished up eight and one last year, though. Honestly- no, I, 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 I know that, but had problems in the first half of the season that it unfortunately came home to roost in the second half of the AFC Championship game, which was mistakes and then inability on offense to be consistent, and so. Even with this happening, I would still think the Chiefs are going to make an AFC championship game before the Dolphins will. Cause, um, and that's even with a, a very difficult division. Right. I know I'm, I, by the way, I know I'm taking um, you know, opinions that, that might not be held in the majority. That Chiefs still with a chance to make the AFC championship game, even without Tyreek Hill being on another team, and even though the rest of the division is so stacked and Russell Wilson's now in it, uh, you, you get ready for people just to throw dirt on the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you and I'm, think... also sitting, I'm also sitting here saying, I don't think, I, I'm not broken up that the Jets didn't get him. I, I'm not broken up about that. Because I don't know if Zach Wilson is ready for somebody like this. And you, sure, he could help his development, but... I don't know, man. And you give up your two twos? Build up, man. Just build your own thing. That's what the Chiefs did. Get the quarterback. Get the receivers. Get the tight ends. Be smart about it. Build up the line. Get that defense up to speed, and off you go. Joining me here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is uh, the head coach of my Michigan Wolverines, um, and I couldn't be more excited about what is going on with the Wolverines getting set to take on Villanova in the Sweet 16. He is the head coach, Jawan Howard. How are you, coach? Hey, what's up, Rich? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm better for talking to you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so uh, let's jump into it here. We had Chris Weber on yesterday, um, and he talked about what it meant to him to be there. What did it mean to you to see him there it this weekend? everything uh, to me and to the, the staff and players. Uh, to see Chris being back for his first Michigan basketball game, uh, doing a, a very highlight moment 
a very tough competitive game, you know, speaking of uh, versus Tennessee. Yes. Uh, to be able to get that victory and knowing that, you know, we have my brother, C. Webb, in the building, you know, that was, that's one of those special moments, man, that I'm always going to remember and cherish as a head coach of the University of Michigan. Yeah, and it just seemed, again, um, obviously before you went into the locker room and were, was with you were celebrating with your players, just seeing him and you and I guess Ray Jackson as well, like three-fifths of the Fab Five together like that, was just uh, spectacular, you know? And, yes, yes, yes. You know, and so Ray, Ray got out of the way, it seemed, too, so the two of you guys could have your moment, it seemed like that, right. for a quick second. Correct? Well, no, yes, you know, you're absolutely right. Uh, Ray, first, is uh, so selfless. He's always been that way since our times uh, at Michigan. And, you know, Ray had you know, been to a Michigan game before. Um, surprised me, you know, like in 2019, my first season with Michigan as the head coach. And at uh, that time, you know, Ray has been also behind the scenes uh, during those moments, uh, helping, you know, see Webb uh, with his, you know, transitioning back to the school uh, to, to visit Michigan. And so uh, Ray you know, wanted that moment to be for us, uh, for Chris and I, I'm speaking of. And um, I just really applaud you know, both guys for you know, taking time from their schedule, away from their families, and just being present. Um, you know, I love them both. You know, I love all of them. You know, Jimmy King, Jalen Rose was at our first game yes. versus Colorado State. You know, those moments, man, the highlight moments, man, just to be there, just to – for the players, you know, because it's not about me. It's bigger than me. Um, and, but then, you know, being a you know, student athlete at Michigan, you know, I'm sure that's the highlight moments for them, too, because they remember their time uh, during their tournament runs and, you know, how, what it meant for them and their growth. Yeah, what, what are, I mean, what, what are the current Michigan players say, you know, when, when somebody like C. Webb comes in or Ray Jackson or Jalen you know, your teammates from back in the day, what, what do they say to you? Do they say anything to you? Do you have a conversation with them about it at all? Yes. Uh, you know, and that's, you know, that conversation started this morning, uh, believe it or not. Uh, you know, Musa, you know, just talked about how excited he was uh, seeing Chris Weber and then also knowing, like, you know, the things that were said in the locker room. Uh, he highlighted, you know, some of his words as far as his message given to the guys. And so, I, I never once you know talked about like hey you know we were Fab Five we you know we did it this way or uh, this is how it should be done because you know Fab Five has had so much success um, you know I, I never address our players that way because it, you know at that moment you know once you get to talking about as a coach well when I did this and I did that mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you sort of lose them but you know I've always the only thing I've shared with them was you know my time at Michigan was special and I had a chance to experience it with, you know, some great teammates and those relationships has lasted a lifetime for me and for them. And so that's why I've always, you know, talked to our players about, you know, these moments uh, of the hard practices, the, you know, the wins, the losses, you know, the, the trips, the bus rides, the locker room talks, um, the meals when we, we share together. Uh, this is the brotherhood that you are going to, you know, and the bond that you're creating now, it's, it's going to be something that, you know, that hopefully in 30 years from now, you guys will get a chance to reflect on, um, but you still will always remain attacked as a family. 
few minutes here with the head coach of Michigan Wolverines basketball getting set to take on Villanova in the Sweet 16. Jawan Howard here on the Rich Eisen Show. Also could ha- not help but notice, and I did make mention of it here on this program, was the moment you had on the handshake line with Kennedy Chandler of Tennessee. Uh, I did not know Chris mentioned this. Weber, C-Web mentioned this yesterday, that you re- tried to recruit uh, Kennedy to Michigan, and yeah. obviously he went to Tennessee. How did that moment occur with you and him when he kind of just fell into your arms sobbing after Michigan beat Tennessee coach? Well, uh, you know, for the post game, you know, we lined up and I, you know, Rick Barnes, you know, special man, great coach, hall of fame, in my opinion, uh, you know, we exchanged, you know, some kind words with one another along with his staff and shaking hands. And, and then at the end, at the, as I addressed, you know, each and every player, you know, Kenny was the last one. And, and I noticed that, uh, he was starting to get emotional, and you know, all I could think about, hey, you know, I'm a father. Um, you know, can't, uh, I'm also a head coach, and I understand, you know, the highs and the lows of the game and uh, being competitive. Or, you know, I get that that moment as well, and so it was my time to really step up and help a young man at need who, who needed comfort. And I, I didn't think anything, you know, anything of it, um, but it just came from a pure place and. Kennedy is, you know, obviously, you know, we all know a super talented young man on the floor, but he's also a high character individual. And um, he needed me. I felt he needed me at that time. Well, I, you know, and I think part of it might be also a conversation starter uh, based on, you know, uh, a previous handshake line moment that occurred just about a a month ago, coach. And and I'm wondering, have you come, how did you come through those five games where you were yeah. watching uh, and how you might be different now coaching based on that experience right. at all? Well, Juwan. well, that, that's a great question. And during that time, you know, I got a chance to learn, um, grow and, and get stronger and how, and how that all came about was, uh, I got a chance to reflect, uh, reflect on, you know, those moments of, how I can be a better person, and um, and then I wanted to you know find answers on how I can grow, and so I, I went get saw counseling, and um, and I've had counseling before as a player in the league and NBA I'm speaking of, and then um, with that moment of counseling, you know I, I I got a chance to learn how to become a better person, a better version of myself, and then also I become a better coach, and that t- two week process was a uh, a long moment uh, each and every day. Uh, it was painful um, because, you know, I knew the amount of people that I hurt. And and also with that, um, I wasn't going to make any excuse for it. It was just a time of action as far as, okay, it's time to grow and, and get better. And so that's the, the moment that I used. That's the time, you know, being away from my team that I used in order for me to be a better version of myself. Juwan Howard here on the Rich Eisen Show. A couple more minutes left uh, before I send you uh, back into your day there in San Antonio. Um, Eli Brooks was on the team that lost to Villanova. Have you had a conversation with him about, uh, you know, getting uh, getting a piece back at all? Like, is he somebody that you're turning to in particular senior leadership right now uh, with a very difficult task in front of you, Coach? Well, no, we haven't had a conversation about it, but I've heard, you know, some talks of, 
you know, things that he said about his time, you know, reflecting on you know his game versus uh, Villanova, and, uh, what that moment is like being in a national championship game. But um, Eli Brooks, you know, I just have to you know just mention about you know how he's elevated his play during the tournament and how he's been a special leader for the Michigan basketball, not just this year, last year, and the year before that. Um, you know, he's one of the best leaders I've ever been around. Xavier Simpson is being one of them. Um, Eli is a special player. But I, what he's had to do this year, um, not having, you know, uh, Isaiah Livers or Austin Davis or Mike Smith, Shawnee Brown, Franz Wagner, uh, this man came back to school uh, for a reason. He wanted to win the uh, NCAA championship. And now that we are getting closer and closer, you know, one game at a time, you know, these young guys, they want to do it for Eli because they've seen all the – what he's done, all the sacrificing he's been doing this year uh, with his leadership, uh, uh, what, he, what he's been doing off the floor, uh, getting guys together for lunch, breakfast, working out, you know, hard in the training room. I mean, strength, strength, doing strength and conditioning in the weight room um, and practice when, when the coach is not looking, getting the guys together, uh, getting extra work in. I mean uh, – you know, he's everything what Michigan is all about, and I'm just so happy that I get an opportunity. And I know I can speak for the staff when we say this uh, to learn to learn from a young man like Eli Brooks, <laughs> because you know, coaches. I feel some of the best coaches is, and some of the best coaching happens when uh, you sit there and you listen to your players and allow them to have a voice mm. in their own culture. And then obviously taking out, well, look, I want him to get a piece of Villanova, as you know that already. And, and it, you know, like Connor right, Gillespie right. looks like he's a, a chip off the old DiVincenzo, man. So um, I'm, I'm wondering how much you might be also leaning on Martelli, who uh, obviously was a coach while you were away um, for five games. I mean, he, he, he must know Jay Wright, Villanova, Philadelphia, inside and out. I mean, correct? Yeah. Coach? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? I can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, uh, Coach Martelli, you, you know, with his experience um, around college basketball for all these years and also his success that he's had you know, at St. Joe's, but being in that Philly area, you know, those guys pretty much have you know, rubbed elbows with each other and know each other very well. Uh, he's also been in a lot of his um, of the Villanova practices, and, um, you know, he knows he, you know, that program you know, like it's no other. And, but, you know, Give Coach a lot of credit uh, for all the years he's been at Villanova. He's a Hall of Fame coach, and uh, you know his program has had a ton of success, and they've won you know, two national championships. Um, you know, they, that, that that program has had success because of Jay Wright. Well, had Villanova not made it, um, you know, it would have been Michigan, Ohio State, Jawan Howard. Who would LeBron have rooted for in that one? Do you think, Jawan? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only ask those. I would as you probably know. say he will. He will be leaning more towards Ohio State. Yeah, come on, but, man, come on. You know, I, I think he probably would say this: that you know, no matter what, who wins, that he feels that he's winning. Uh. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, he'll go out the safe route. You know, that's because of our brotherhood. Yes, because of right. You know, relationship that we've had. You know, with right. the Miami Heat and the relationship that we still have to this day. Like, you know, Brian has been one of my biggest supporters. Yes, like when I was out for that two weeks. You know, he reached out to me and let me know how much he, you know, supports me and um, and, and how, you know, he wants me to come out and be a be- better person, a person from this 
and grow from this. And, and that meant so much, man, just to know that, you know, your brother is cheering you on and supporting you through, through tough times. Well, in that respect, I want to play one soundbite before, before I let you go, Coach Howard. This was Chris Weber yesterday when I told him, you know, what it meant to me on behalf of all Michigan fans. You know, I, I took the liberty to speak for everybody. What it meant for me to see him back, right? See him back in the fold and see him with the Michigan M on his chest. And this was his answer to, to me saying that. I'll just be honest with you. Seeing you next to Ray Jackson and hugging out uh, with uh, Jawan Howard at a Michigan uh, um, NCAA tournament win, and then you in the locker room, and you seeing you with the block M on your on your chest, you know, wearing the gear, is pretty cool, man. Speaking on behalf of all Wolverines, glad to see hey, it. And on behalf of myself, I just thank all the Wolverines that were patient. And uh, the one thing that you know, again, Jawan and I have never had any turmoil. We've always been there, but. Hopefully this is the start for, you know, the enjoyment of all five was to be back, which I think it will. And uh, many more moments to share, but it, it was special, my friend. And thank you over the years for, uh, you know, always uh, pushing me forward for that. So of course. Yeah, absolutely. All five of you, huh? Because, hey, look, man, if, if Ray Allen and, uh, and KG are hugging it out, let's go. Chris, you know what I'm saying? If there's water yeah, under that man. bridge, there's no other bridge yeah. that can't, water can't be under. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, no <laughs> doubt, man. All love. Okay. All love. What do you think, Juwan? What do you think? No, it's great. It's great to hear, you know, those words that come out of Chris, you know, mouth, uh, knowing that, you know, in his heart, uh, he wants to see, you know, all five guys back together, whether in wh- whatever form it is, if it's at a Michigan basketball game, uh, this at someone's uh, uh, birthday or it's a, a relative outing or something like that, you know. But it's with all that experience, and, and, and I'm speaking of like, you know, being on campus and hanging out as young men, um, talking about, you know, how, what's our next step, you know, after college and all the stories and, that we used to you know, share together and, and talk about, you know, what happened in practice? I might get dunked on. You know, those, those are fun, cherished moments that you know no one can take away from you. And, um, I, and I'm sure he's reflecting on all that. And, um, and it's, it's great to hear that. You know, he, when you mentioned about you know let's move past it, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Ray Allen. You know, I can't leave without saying about that one. When you talk about KG and Ray Allen, you know, uh, getting past you know whatever happened over to Boston, and I remember when Ray. Uh, decided to join Miami Heat. I was on a Miami Heat team at that time. And, mm-hmm. um, I know how KG and Paul Pierce and them felt. Um, you know, that's it's it's not easy. But um, and knowing that as you're getting older, you know, there's a life where we all have to, like, move on and just, you know, uh, whatever mistake a guy may have said bad about someone or whether if it's a difference that you've had, you know, that's what family do. They go through those moments where, you know, you grow and you move on. And that's, that's nice to hear that that's what's that's going to be happening soon. Well, you have a large role in it, uh, Coach Jawan Howard. You go uh, and go forth and keep uh, keep on advancing. It, it's just a thrill to watch. It really is. And uh, I always cherish Thank when you. you take the time to call into the show. I do not take it for granted. Thanks again. Truly. No, it, it's, it's a truly an honor and uh, to be here on your show, and you know, you. I know you're a Michigan man all oh, yes. through and through. Um, <laughs> you and I, you know, it's a special bond that only us Michigan people truly understand. 
and uh, and I'll be a part of that amazing blue. It's special. And with saying that, I would just want to leave you by with two words. Yes. Go blue. Thank you, Juwan Howard. Right back at you. I've got a big grin on my face right now that I'm sure. I love you, Rich. <laughs> right you, back at you. Right back at you, Juwan Howard. Thanks for the call. Good luck against Villanova and beyond. That is Juwan Howard, everybody. You bet. Juwan Howard right here on the Rich Eisen Show. The 1992 and 2022 version of myself are all very happy. <laughs> Let's take a break here on the Rich Eisen Show. By the way, LeBron, how about LeBron calling him up? Yeah, but he still would root for Ohio State over uh, him. Come on, man. Sean William Scott in studio. Can't wait to chat with him next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. We're here on uh, the terrestrial radio uh, audience just rejoined us here. Sean William Scott, welcome to Flatch. We just saw a great clip of it Thursdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. You came out and you have some questions see, Questions for me. I want to get, which is fine. I normally, get you inside know, normally, your, your brain. Okay. Mm. Normally, I'm the Q and you would be the A, but I have I no problem okay. switching up. Go for but it. But these are some things that you might have talked about already today. That's okay. Yeah, it's, I, I repeat yeah, myself be at home, okay. everywhere okay. I go, and everyone's understanding of it. Where's so. Baker Mayfield going? Now, that's an excellent question. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> well, no, here's the thing. is I, I don't know, and the way it looks right now, I don't know if he's going to go anywhere before the draft because I don't know if anybody, in, which is uh, August, uh, April 28th through the 30th, I don't know if anybody would trade a draft choice for him if they're going to go draft a young quarterback right now. So okay. if they if they don't, so Seattle might you think Seattle Seattle's might. Seattle's the only spot that could come get him right now. 
Yeah. You know, that's what I think. You know, Me too. I, I just don't know if he is um, gonna, I, I, Seattle could be one of those teams that's going to draft somebody. And so why would they go and spend a draft pick to go get an $18 right. million dollar quarterback if they can get a kid for four years of contractual control right. at an aggregate less than that money for one year? That's my answer to that. Okay. All right, so that's one. You Garoppolo. got another one? Huh? Garoppolo, does he stay in the in San Francisco? Jeremy Gar- now that uh, is something been, we've been, been talking, talking about. about. Yeah. See, guys, you guys need me. Because yeah. I have a little something, and we're talking and Back. thinking about the same stuff. Same stuff. I need you. You complete us. <laughs> it's basically what I'm saying. Yes, I would agree. We have been discussing this, Sean, and it's an interesting situation. It seems like Indy didn't want him because they were unsure of the recovery time on his non-throwing shoulder. So, oh, they were considering him? Yeah. Before it, Indy was thinking about oh, no, Indy, I'm sorry. Yeah, before, before Matt yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Until, right. you know, they Matt Ryan came along and had them at yeah. hello. Yeah. And so he, however, um, could, if he stays in San it's Francisco and starts again there, would be true. But everything is crazy going on. Like today, Tyreek Hill getting traded to the Dolphins and Devontae Adams is Wait, now a Raider. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yes, I heard you because I heard you talking about something and You've I didn't. stuck I, doing press all day, sir. No, but I yes. miss, it's funny because I was going to say like these days, at least in the last couple of weeks, you, you're not checking the sports like in five minutes, you're going to miss a big trade. Correct. What? Ty- Tyreek Hill this morning, I had no idea he was even in play. You wake up this morning and the news is that, Wait. yes, that he's available and he's no longer going to be a chief. The Chiefs consider him, you know, tradable because I guess they couldn't work out a contract. And then the Dolphins traded five draft choices for him literally an hour ago. That's insane. Yes, sir. And nobody had any kind of idea that nobody he was, did like you're going to leave or would leave. Or I don't even hear him. a single thing. And, uh, I, you know, my ears to the ground. wow wow that's crazy okay what's your team do you have a team no i got a bunch of teams but i I gotta say i love love brady okay i mean like i'm 45 years old he's killing it it's (laughs) unbelievable you look like you could give me some snaps right now though (laughs) at age 45 if i got hit one time (laughs) i it hurts me to see other people get hit watching the game it's like i just i can't knocked out if you got hit one time I get knocked out. When I shook your hand and it's, it felt rock solid, you know, like you had a rock solid handshake. Inside right. it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like inside my body was in lots of pain. No, but it's, I mean, that's, so who would be top five, the top five teams that have the chance to win the Super Bowl? Okay, here we go. Who's number one? Rich Eisen's top five Super Bowl Oh teams. my God. It's going to make news. This is big, dude. This is going to make news. You, you got to make gotta, news. Because we're we talking just, well, we about it. It's going to be everywhere. Yeah, we did the quarterback. Plus, we're going to tweet it out. The, so yeah. that'll help it. Make you got it. You don't want to mess it up. Mike, uh, can you um, give me some NFL Films music right here? Because I need to get in the mood for this sort of stuff. Sean William Scott asks me. This is the best. My top five Super Bowl. This is my top five Super Bowl favorites. If I was yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. setting, say, something called odds in the town where those things are. Is that what I'm doing? Yeah. I've yeah. never been an odds maker. They're technically, I'm not allowed to be. Okay, here we go. Uh, and I have a pen. And I've Are you got starting at five or starting at one? Uh, Let's five. start at five. Let's yeah. start at five. I'll, I'll throw five out and then I'll reorder them. You're taking this five. seriously, right? Like this is. It's not a game, Sean. It's not a game for him. Yeah, it's not a game for me. <laughs> 
This is not a game. He's, he's telling me it's making news. All right, I'll make this. Start at number five. No, no, no. I'm going to throw some. Can, just let me talk it out like this is like who wants to it's be a millionaire. Deal, dude. All right. <laughs> the Buccaneers are one. I got to go the Bills, another. And I've got to go the Packers, another. You and do? I've, yeah, I do. Aaron Rodgers is makes him a Super Bowl contender just merely for being there. And I know you love slagging on him. On his football ability. Is Denver in there? I'm sounding. Is Is Denver in the top five? Definitely not. Um, Let me see. Uh, Bengals. Raiders. I'm putting the Bengals there. And I got to put the Rams. Oh, sorry. How do you not take the the defending champs? Hold on a minute. Let me sound some more out. I might be missing some others. (laughs) Back off. Rich is not okay. Which is not, not okay. This is a lot off. of pressure. He was right. not ready for this. I was not. I had a whole thing planned for you. <laughs> um, hold on a second. No Chiefs. No Cowboys. Oof. Disrespectful. No Chargers. <laughs> no Chiefs right now. Wow. Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, I got to take. You got to take. So you have right, right now. Oh, am, I, am I missing anyone yeah. in the AFC North? Missing mm-hmm. anyone in the AFC North? I can't take anyone in the AFC North. Rich, right, in case you're wondering, the Browns have better odds than, oh, the, ba- than the Bengals. You know what? Yeah. That is an that makes outrageous. No sense. I'm just saying. Out- Let me just say that's outrageous. By the way, that's the part. You wanted to of- say so much the- more than that. No, 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 well, I mean, I'm on television. But in, 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 in the world of sports talk, outrageous, uh, s- preposterous. It's a big, it's oh, a big. Oh, my gosh. Blasphemous. Well, I mean, <laughs> All those all right, you can words. take the music down now. <laughs> you can take the music down. Are you serious? The Browns have a better shot at odds to win the Super Bowl uh, than know, the according, Bengals? According to one of the book, books that's here, outrageous. Browns sixteen to one, Bengals twenty five to one. All right, so that's where I'm going. I've so got, we have Tampa. I've got, I've got three. I've got three NFC, and I've got two. Now I've got to order them. Order them. We want to order. Order, okay. Rich. I'll go. I'll go this. I'll go. Take it seriously. <laughs> I am. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. Packers five. I will go. Um, Bengals four. I will go Rams three. I'll go um, Bills two. Tampa number one. And you understand what I've been saying, Chris? Do you want to tell him what I said two years ago? What I say two years ago? Uh, he's never betting against Tom Brady ever, ever again, again because I chose him to win it after he left New England, and I backed off it. <laughs> I backed so off it, and I am so upset over yes. it. I just so took upset. it out on you, almost. God, I know. I'm never coming back here yelling at me. <laughs> All right, so now that's well, how about you that? Know what? We just got a segment out of that yeah. sports talk. Now let me do what I wanted to do with you. I just that's I don't know thing. if I. Yes, you do. This is fun. But let me, I guess, have the construct within this interview if your appearance here on behalf of uh, Welcome to Flatch on Fox Thursdays at nine thirty p.m. Eastern Time. I just want to say my yes. list, your list is my list. Of the teams. Okay. The teams. You could take it. Run till that. No, it's that's what makes me feel so special is we're thinking the exact same order. <laughs> it's our the same list teams. again. It's our list together. It's yeah. like, you know, again, we, we're intertwined. <laughs> uh, hit hit it. Let's do Celebrity True or False with Sean William Scott, please. Oh, Let's boy. hit it right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Celebrity True or False. You can't handle the truth. 
Okay, here we go. Uh, this is These are all facts that we saw on the internet, and it's up to you to tell me if these are true or false. Okay? About you. Because okay. everything is true. Apparently on the internet. On the internet. And, yeah, okay. Uh, and if you don't think we take this seriously as well, did you just see the production value we had in introducing the segment? I was blown, blown away. Oh, you should be. First up, uh, true or false, you were once robbed on, a way, on your way to an audition for Baywatch. You had your shirt, shoes, and a $1 bill taken. True or false? True. What the hell? You know, I think it was less about what I was wearing and the clothes they wanted, more about like messing with me. But I got off in the wrong in the wrong neighborhood. Where um, is this in Los Angeles or Miami? I think it was, think it was like South Centralish. Okay, in Los um, Angeles here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was a bummer though because I was on the way to a Baywatch audition, and I was I was chunky, so I had to. When I finally got to the audition, I didn't have my shirt on, and I was it was not. A, I didn't get the part. Well, if you show up to a Baywatch audition, chunky, aren't you? Weren't you? you had the no shirt, shot at the, the job? shirt hit it right. So okay. when they took the shirt, it, they took the job. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes, no, no job. job, no Baywatch. Well, and you only had a one dollar bill on you at the time. A dollar thirty-five. It was. It was <laughs> I they let it, you keep the change. <laughs> no, I think they took all of it. It was like oh, I can't remember. It was like whatever it cost to get a ticket and a transfer. Okay. And um, and then I had to ask the people at the Baywatch audition. For get to for get fair to get home to get back to Glendale, <laughs> yeah. and I remember getting home was like acting sucks, man. <laughs> so hard. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, American Pie. Your was your first feature length role, and you got only eight thousand dollars for it. Was a lot of money at the time for me. Though. Is that true though? I was you like ching. You only got eight thousand bucks. I to- think so. I think yeah, because I remember afterwards I bought a, a used Thunderbird for like five grand. <laughs> No, I'm saying like maybe six. I'm like, oh yeah, baby. I don't know what happened to the other two grand because then I ended up having to work at the LA Zoo as a churro guy. So maybe it was even less than eight grand before American Pie came out. It's a major hit. No, it was before it came out. So I shot the movie. Okay, we're waiting for it to come out. I got the Thunderbird. Maybe I spent all of it on the Thunderbird. Maybe it was like the entire eight thousand or seven thousand. And then and then I had this other odd job. And then I worked at the LA Zoo. Waiting for the movie to come out. Well, I mean, we go to the LA Zoo. You, you the zoo, zoo, zoo lights, lights zoo, is, the zoo lights the in December is fantastic I, here in Los Angeles. I haven't. You know, I worked there two days. And I just felt bad. I felt <laughs> bad about the gorilla. Churros. I sold five churros, and I was like, I thought also I was going to be able to see the animals, and uh, I was the churro guy. All right, got you wanted two. a perk. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, yeah, uh, come on. I got two more. Sean William Scott, celebrity, true or false? Uh, true or false? You were awarded the gold medal for honorary patronage from Trinity College's Philosophical Society. Is that true or false? I, don't, I didn't know it was called that. It's just, <laughs> I just got like a medallion. I thought it was a joke. I was like, why am I getting any sort of award? But I didn't. What was it called? <laughs> telling you Wait, this is awesome uh the trinity college philosophical society gold medal for well, honorary they, patronage well, they were having a laugh with me that's for sure <laughs> oh man oh that's so good I mean, i'd be so great if i actually had it in my pocket like i, I take it with me everywhere i've like, never this had we do chris you, you should carry that around chris at all time. TJ, i will have like we ever heart. had? Have we ever had a? We've we've done this maybe a hundred times at it's least, right? So in our fun. eight year history or eight seven plus year history. Have we ever had a celebrity 
ask me to confirm the truth or a fact in celebrity <laughs> yeah, true or false about the celebrity. Is that the first time that's ever happened? Easily. Now, Sean, <laughs> do you want do you want to play Trinity College true or false? How much about Trinity College do you know? I know zero. <laughs> it's in Ireland, right? <laughs> no, it's in Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> Dude, I don't think oh, I is. got that award. By the way, it's honorary patronage. It's not the full-on patronage. Wait, no, 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 no. I never got that award. I got but something from Ireland. Apparently, apparently there is a trinity in Ireland. Oh, my no, God. No, see? Um, all right, not- last one, because I definitely need to know for sure. Uh, last one. Uh, true or false? Sean William Scott, you once helped Christopher Walken celebrate his birthday when it wasn't really his birthday. True or false? Yeah, that's a that's pretty true. So what's the yeah. story? So I was on the set of The Rundown with, Great with The Rock. Great movie. Oh, thank you. I, not that I, I had anything to do with it. <laughs> I love it too, though. It but awesome. And I remember seeing Christopher Walken. He looked really sad. I was like walking to my trailer and he was just kind of, from what I remember, he was like standing outside his trailer. He looked kind of sad. I can't do his voice, but I remember being like, Oh, hey, Christopher Walken. You know, I don't know why I always called him his full name, but I was like, Christopher Walken. I, is this okay? Christopher Walken. He seems sad. He goes, no, no. Well, maybe a little bit, you know. It's my birthday. I'm like, oh my God, happy birthday, Christopher Walken. That's amazing. <laughs> and he goes, no, I don't want to make a big deal of it. He's like, you know, the thing is, is, like, every year, you know, it's my birthday. And, and it's like this year, you know, I feel like kind of alone. And, and uh, you know, usually I get a cake. I'm like, oh, well, have to let people know. He's like, I'm just kidding. It's not my birthday. He's like, I bet you right now if I told people they bring me out a cake. I'm like, what? (laughs) And then like 10, 15 minutes later, I hear the crew sing happy birthday to him. And I walk by him and he's like, gives me a wink. I'm like, weirdo. (laughs) And then like a couple days later, he came up to me and he goes, hey, do you know where I could get a nice steam? And I was like, a steam? I go, yeah, give me a second. And I went up to the rock. I go, Dude, where can walking get a steam? He's like, what? <laughs> I go, I forget it. And then I found out like a spa. And I told him, I go, yeah, there's a spa like in Beverly Hills. He goes, do you think there'd be a lot of really good looking men there? I go, what? <laughs> and he kind of winked at me and just walked away. I'm like, this guy's messing with me <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> So it's true, but yeah, you also true. got got a, a place where there's a good steam when yeah, you didn't run a steam team, yeah, yeah. on a birthday yeah. that really wasn't his birthday. Fantastic. His yeah. real birthday is next week. Oh, well. <laughs> See him at the spa. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Flash Thursdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox. Great to see you, Sean William Scott. Great to see you, too. Thanks for having me, dude. This is awesome. You got it. That was a lot of fun. All right. We're back with more on the Rich Eisen Show in a moment. Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial right here on the show. Joining me here, we're back here on the program on a big uh, news day, is my colleague from the NFL Media Group, Ian Rappaport. How you doing, Ian? Uh, I'm doing, it's been a couple weeks, you know, this is, this has been insane. So where did this all come from with Tyreek Hill? I woke up this morning. I see your tweet. I'm like, get the hell out of here. I had to look for the blue check mark to see it wasn't one of those fake accounts that, that use your name and likeness and stuff. So I first, (laughs) I first heard about this on Saturday, actually, uh, that something was not, and I didn't know what it was, but it was something is not right between the chiefs and Tyreek Hill. And as far as I was concerned, you know, things were going along swimmingly. They were doing a contract extension. They were working things out. He was going to get paid in the low 20s. And then the Devonta Adams contract numbers came out, and Tyreek Hill did not like those very much because he wanted to be – he, he want, basically wanted the Chiefs offer to be bigger than it was. So when Devonta Adams' contract came out, he was like, well, I, I should be the highest paid, and my numbers need to be a lot higher. And they were like, well, actually, his numbers are, you know, three years, 66 over the first three. That's the most relevant. Um, but that break really led to some some frayed feelings, I guess, some tension. And so, you know, they went back and forth. They realized it wasn't well. Agent Drew Rosenhaus got permission to seek a trade. And I think once um, it was clear what the Chiefs could get in return, then we were off to the race. So what the Chiefs got in return uh, from Miami was the best offer? Or did anyone yeah. else come in and blow them away, well, but Tyreek only to go to Miami? What was that? Best you can tell. First of all, yes, Tyreek wanted to go to Miami. That was his preferred destination, and that was really the place, you know, that was in the driver's seat. I think the Jets did a good job of offering a competitive package, not their first rounder, but two second rounders and more. Basically, if you line up the draft charts, it's similar. Um, so, yes, the Jets, um, you know, the Jets were in it. I just never felt like they were really, really in it because I kept hearing all along Tyreek Hill wants to go to the Dolphins. So when everyone said the Jets, I'm like, yes, I get it. But he wants to go to the Dolphins, and generally the player can have a strong say in where he goes because he's going to be the one agreeing to the contract. So why didn't the Chiefs pay Tyreek what, what he wanted to keep him? What do you think? Well, you know, the Chiefs have some cap issues, and unlike some other teams, they have not done a lot of conversions. They have not done a lot of restructures. They haven't done a lot of pushing money to the future, they have been fiscally far different from a lot of teams. Um, you know, I think it's just a philosophically from the owner. They have just not yet done a lot of restructures. So I think they set a price. Tyreek is awesome. He's worth X. And when he wasn't getting X from the Chiefs, they were like, all right, well, let's just figure it out somewhere else. And I honestly think it's a, it's a place where everyone can be okay with it because it's such a huge offer for the Chiefs. They can take a player they drafted and developed and paid and reload a little bit. What do you think about the Packers? I mean, they obviously have uh, multiple picks thanks to trading Devontae Adams to where Adams wanted to go. Um, what, where were the Packers in all this? Um, they, they inquired, from my understanding. They at least took a look at it. I don't get the sense it got very serious, but I do believe that they at least made a phone call and got engaged somewhat. But 
you know, my sense is the Packers are kind of more like the Chiefs, and they're like, we got the money, we're going to build some depth, we're going to go in the draft, and we're going to see what happens. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so I, I really feel like um, I feel like they're going to draft and develop. All right, in the two minutes I have left with you, what's Baker Mayfield's options and uh, and trade market value right now, Ian? Um, I mean, he's got some options. I think it's more it more has to do with whether or not the Chiefs will eat some money. Um, and I, I feel like it's more, you know, how much money the – I'm sorry, the Chiefs. The Browns. Uh, the Browns, you know, how much money will the Cleveland Browns eat of Baker Mayfield's contract? And – you know, what will the drastic competition be? It's not going to be like Baker Mayfield anticipated. It's not going to be like the Browns anticipated. There's not that many spots. But I do believe eventually he will be traded. No, sure. But, I mean, like, there there, there aren't many places that are willing to bring somebody in and and give a starting role to, let alone compete. Is Seattle one of these places? Well, I mean, like, what, what, like, where are the team options that you say there, there are options? Yeah, where I are mean, they? To me, it's, it's Seattle and the Panthers. Seattle The Panthers seem more likely – but certainly contract-wise, they're going to have to figure it out, eat some money, come up with a compensation package that's worth it. Carolina seems like a good spot, and maybe around the time of the draft, kind of like last year with Bridgewater, they do a deal just this time, it'll be the Panthers inquiring. And the first right, got to Got to jump off for... Uh, no, so I got to I gotta jump, too. Take care, Ian. You be well. All right. Later. Later. Then the first and third overall picks of the 2018 draft will compete for the job. Honestly, I, I like I told you, they should go sign Josh Rosen and complete the triumvirate of all the first round quarterbacks that are, and just let him compete in one of the oddest uh, American Idol football, American Idol competitions ever. We trade for Saquon. Let's just run Let's back just the whole uh, 2018 draft. <laughs> oh my goodness, what a wild day in the NFL! And I've said that now for I think 14 days straight. That'll wrap it up. I want to thank Sean Williams Scott, Juwan Howard, Ian Rappaport, Frank Martin, and you.